All right, everybody, welcome to episode uh, 41 of the Lewis Sluggers podcast, mid-postseason uh, interview with a uh, very special guest. Um, we got Adam uh, Battersby, is that right? Yes, that's right, Adam Battersby, right. yep. Sweet, awesome. So uh, we have Adam here today uh, talking to us about kind of some of his advanced uh, batting, um, would you say training equipment? Is that what kind of you would call it? How would you describe it? Yeah, training tool, training equipment, um, simulator you know yeah. all the above yep awesome awesome yeah. and it's called pro batter sports could you tell me a little bit about it yeah so the pro batter sports it's a video pitching machine and what that means is that we put a video screen in front of a pitching machine which shows a whole video windup of either a right hand pitcher left hand pitcher from the stretch the full windup and it's um some of the machines are all computer controlled so whatever yeah. pitch you want whatever speed you want whatever location you want uh, you can pick it either pitch by pitch. You can do random sequences, you know, repeat mode. Um, wow. But basically, once uh, the wind, the pitcher goes to its wind up, the ball comes out of a hole in the video screen. So it's the closest thing to real life uh, batting practice that you can take, you know, without you know going going in a game. Yeah, but could you like select a pitcher too, like a retired pitcher, active? I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm unfamiliar. You know, I I haven't really swung a baseball bat in probably a long time. <laughs> Softball is a little different, but that's yeah, a yep. whole different sport. I mean, people are so deep into the analytics and training and yeah. just making sure their sequences are right. So I was just curious how all of it worked. Yeah, so uh, the machine comes standard with uh, you know minor league righties and lefties and also little leaguers. Um, okay, wow. We can put right there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've had major league teams give us game footage of like, you know, Kershaw um, and we do the editing and put it on our machine so they can train against them before the games. Uh, okay. But we don't actually sell those videos because we don't have the rights to them. And honestly, right. no major league pitcher is going to want their video image on Makes this sense. machine. So the Makes teams sense. can train yeah. against them. Yeah. Um, also, so you're the reason the Diamondbacks were crushing Kershaw, right? Not wink, wink. Well, one of them, I like to think so, but that's only me. But um, yeah, but also yeah. these these pictures, they they charge an arm and a leg to get their images on it, and uh, right. But yeah, so we just decided to go the minor league route and throw them a couple bucks, and you know it looks yeah. good. That's awesome, awesome. So you know what made you want to get into creating this, you know, kind of like authentic experience? I I, I was reviewing your website, and I noticed that it's for like. It's for baseball, softball, and, and even cricket as well, I think yes. I saw. So, you know, what made you want to get into this? Yeah, so growing up, my dad bought a two-wheel jugs pitching machine, and we built mm -hmm. the batting cage in our backyard. Um, it was a great machine, but the problem with that is that, you know, you hold the ball up, you put it in the machine, sometimes it goes through smoothly, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it hiccups, sometimes you're hitting off your front <laughs> foot or not getting a good timing, um, right, you know, right. uh, getting your timing right. Uh, another problem we saw was that if you want to go from a fastball to a curveball, you do switch the dials, adjust the machine, mm. test pitches. So at that point, you know what's coming. So growing up, I could hit a fastball all day long. Right. Curveballs, I had a problem with. So because I knew yeah. it was coming, and my, I guess my eyesight wasn't that good, and I couldn't see the dot, and I just I couldn't hit them nearly as well. So my dad, um, he's an IP attorney, you know, by trade. So mm -hmm. you know, he came up with the idea, he threw a bunch of patents on it. Hired a bunch of engineers, and then uh, and about eight engineers later, uh, we are where we are. So, uh, so that that's wow. how it came about. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, I I was trying to play. I was an outfielder, and my, we had a kind of a larger backyard. And I, my dad bought me one of those like uh, bounce back, 
you know, you yeah. throw it in the strike zone. So that helped me kind of with my, with my uh, cutoff man throws, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I was always envious of kids that I knew who had like a batting cage in their backyard. I was like, oh, yeah, man, I mean, something like this is su super special. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. It was, you know, homemade, but it did the trick. Um, right. You know, right. as my dad rented a bobcat, you know, uh, you know, so, so we got it done. So it, it was pretty cool. We spent a lot of time back there. Um, you know, it was, you know, by the team, the other players on our team over and, uh, it was definitely, it was definitely beneficial. Yeah, I bet. Awesome. So, um, you know, how long is pro batter sports, you know, how long have you been in business? Yes, we started in 1999. So we're approaching wow. 25 years, which is, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool milestone, actually. Yeah. Um, when we first started back in 99, I mean, you know, 25 years, we never thought that would happen. Um, so, so it's definitely pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you want to guess my age, but I was pretty young when this business got started. So that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty great. I mean, and, and plus to just how baseball has changed, right? And, yes. And yes. You, know, you have a lot of uh, high schoolers now, high school students that, I mean, I want to get better, but I also want that data too. Yeah. And then, cause I want to, I want to, you know, maybe they're a freshman in ninth grade or 10th grade. And then they're like, well, I do want to play in college. And then in college, they see kind of similar equipment and then they go to minors. They're going to, you know, it just keeps the analytics and advanced metrics just keep getting higher and higher the further you go. Absolutely. And a lot of our customers actually have those systems with our system. So, wow. And there's, you know, tons of them out there, not tons, but there's like five or six, you know, the Rap Soto, the Hit Tracks, the mm. um, you know, Track Man, all those systems. And they're right. really cool systems. So, what our customers will do, they'll, they'll put, you know, the system with our system a big flat screen on the wall you know so once you see you hit a fire machine you look up you see the ball flight exit velocity all that stuff wow and i mean it's an awesome setup it's like a huge golf simulator for baseball so it's really cool yeah i i've done a couple i like i think uh like dick sporting goods i think some yeah. of them have like those cage i've done it a couple of times and my wife was watching me but i mean when you're hitting off a tee I, I yeah. know it's for me, it's like, I know that's the traditional way. If you don't know how to hit up a team, maybe, you know, you gotta work <laughs> on your twig, but it's like, you know, I don't have somebody throwing it to me, but I think if I, if I learned how a pitcher had a sequence or what they would throw to me, right. You can enter all of that. Can you enter that like ahead of time? And then it like spits out, you know, curveball first, fastball second. Is that how it works? I'm well, yeah. So you can program a sequence. You could record your own sequence. Wow. Um, and you do all that stuff. There's 10 different pitches. So basically, you know, any pitch that a major leaguer can throw, we can throw as well with our system. That's awesome. Yeah. I heard the sweeper. It's been like the latest new pitch that everybody's throwing in the major the league. <laughs> yeah. That's like a little bit more than a slider, you know, gets them out. Um, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that kind of like in-depth breakdown too. Um, you know, I have a lot of people that uh, listen to my podcast and close friends too that you know, they, they see the the benefit of the training and they, and yeah. you know, and like if you start young and then you kind of, you're on it and your, your trajectory is a little bit better. You know, one of my co-hosts, uh, when we were starting out, he's a baseball coach and it's for little yep. kids. And so it's mm -hmm. like these kinds of things, if you could push them and say, Hey, you know, my, my buddy runs this or this, you know, the technology is here for you to train and get better here. If you're having trouble with a curve, right. Yep, <laughs> it's yep. like you get better, you know, yes. um, my practice, dad didn't you know? know how to throw a curveball. You know what I mean? My <laughs> dad just throw it at me and i hit it and i mean that's great to have that batting practice partner but yeah sometimes you need that next level person that that really focuses in so that's awesome that yeah better sports has been doing this yeah and you know like like you said you know, a lot of the coaches they throw meatballs from you know right. 20 feet away just get the reps in get the 
you know, the bat swing and the muscles loose, all that stuff. But right. that's great. I'll get warmed up, but it's not going to, you know, get you where you have to be when you have to face an 88 mile pitcher, 90 mile pitcher with, you know, nasty breaking pitches. And right. um, so, you know, our machine will get you there. Yeah. It's I also, mean, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's also, it's a lot of fun to use. So if you bring it down to little league level or any level, really, it's sometimes you look at training as you know training and work this is kind of fun so i remember the first time i hit against it i was still in college when the machine came out so yeah. i'd come back from college and i'd hit for hours you know just because it's I fun bet. you want to challenge yourself oh, yeah. you want to of course crank it up to 90 92 you want to throw the deuces you want to throw the splitters and <laughs> it, it, it's you know i didn't i couldn't hit the splitters but you know it's it, it was it was nasty pitches coming out of that machine I, I mean, I imagine so. So, you know, that's a great, uh, perfect segue for me. So like, you know, how long did you play baseball? And, you know, what, was it something that you wanted to do at a higher level? Or maybe, you know, you went your career went another path? Yeah, so I played baseball growing up. And then okay. um, senior year, I got injured, transferred high schools. And then the new high school I went to was, you know, recruiting violations. They thought it was when it was really it was an injury. So I couldn't play my senior year. Played my senior year, the summer after my senior year, went to Providence College, uh, tried out as a walk-on. Um, I was a catcher. The coach said, listen, I carry four catchers, two better than you, two about where you are. But I recruited everyone, so I'm going to keep them. I don't know if that was, you know, true or just, you know, nice way of saying that you were good enough. But it turns out the team folded the next year for Title Nine, So mm -hmm. maybe the coach said, you know what, there's no point of carrying another catcher just to you know, mm -hmm. just a traveling team. So it turned out fine. You know, I, I enjoy Providence a lot. Um, it allowed me to actually get the full college experience instead of, you know, being a run on a baseball team. But uh, the team was pretty good. They they won the Big East that year. So oh wow, it's all good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was playing uh, ball for a long time and then I sprained my wrist. Uh, right, I was on a family trip at Jersey seeing my aunt. And I was just being dumb. I hopped a little fence and I landed on my wrist, you know, and I sprained it. And so I couldn't play the next week. And, uh, you know, I didn't break it. I still haven't broken a bone, but then that sprain lasted so long that I just kind yeah. of stopped playing. And then that's how I got into like graphic design and, and doing things. And, and I realized I could finally like combine those efforts and do like sports yeah. designs. And, and so that was so interesting for me to like see the, the back seat that it took. But yet at the same time, I kept my eye on it. But, um, yeah. you know, playing, playing softball in my local city, I, I'm definitely like, man, I need to get better. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. A while. <laughs> yeah, I've been I'm playing softball day, for yeah. uh, 25 years now or 23 yeah. years. And oh, it's a lot of fun. Way. I mean, when I was younger, I played in five different leagues, you know, all that stuff. Right, now, once you get right. married and get a little older and have kids, yeah. it's. Right. It's harder. <laughs> you can't yeah, recover yeah. Than you used to. And, I, no, I, I've definitely, yeah. you know, I didn't have uh, cleats, rubber cleats for a while. And, and I wondered why I kept like sliding out of the, you know, home base after a hit or trying to run around yeah. first. And I like totally messed up my leg and I was like, oh man, I got to get some cleats. And yeah, then so yeah. ever since it's like, okay, like, duh, of course I needed cleats. That's something I had day <laughs> one in, you know, like little league. Uh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. So yeah. What's uh, what's your favorite baseball team, you know, or what memories do you have of, of one of your favorite teams? Yes. Yeah, so it's funny. I, I was born in Long Island, New York, um, okay. grew up or basically grew up as a Mets and Giants fan for football. Yeah. Since then, I did complete 180 to the Jets and the, and the Yankees. Um, okay. Basically, what happened was the Yankees bought a machine. They bought four more machines and all my friends are Yankees fans. So I kind of gradually switched um, just to follow the Yankees more and kind of see how the hitters are doing. 
uh, went to more games because more people bought tickets and the Mets just couldn't really get out of their own way. So yeah. I said, you know what? I said, it's, it's time to change. And then for the Jets, <clears throat> Giants were kind of, they're, they're a good football team, but they're kind of, they weren't as, as exciting for me as the Jets. And also one of my neighbors growing up, uh, he was Randy Rasmussen, you know, he was the lineman on the Jets, blocked yeah. for Joe Namath in Super Bowl three. So his son was actually one of my good friends. So just naturally, I kind of went to the Jets from there and kind of wish I didn't go to the Jets sometimes. But this this year, is, uh, we're doing all right, so I can't complain. Yeah, I mean, it was very unfortunate how this year started for you guys. You very know? unfortunate, yes. yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, the yeah. first game I needed a couple of beers just to kind of <laughs> – Yeah, that was like, a tough – I yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, very I mean, memeable. start it off. Yeah, it I mean – Start off awesome, wait, you know? It stinks when you wait, you know – you go through all the 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 trading rumors. Is it gonna happen? Yeah. Not, the the hour of sports shows every week, and then it's just wow, yeah. in the first two plays or something. Yeah. Thing comes running out the American flag. Yeah, mean, right like, on that know, 11, like, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my and God. The fourth play, like you gotta be wow. kidding me. Yeah, that was just terrible. Yeah. 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 So. I, yeah. That. Yeah. I hope it's they turn it around. I'm sure he'll be back. He's you know he's very aware of like where his body's at, and he's been in the league a long time. Um, yeah. You know, I actually, I used to intern for the Mets. I, I did school board production for them in, in nice. 2016. So that was an yeah. awesome experience. And yeah, you I'm said sure. Syndergaard earlier, right? You brought up Syndergaard. Is that what you said? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I don't think oh, so. But, you said yeah. something else. Sorry. I may have misheard what you said. Um, well, I'll, I'll, yeah, when, when Syndergaard was pitching one day, kind of like beforehand, he was in the tunnel. And I just was like, hey, man, hope, hope you have a great day. You know, good, good luck. You know, and that was like the only time. Besides, uh, Mike Piazza, I, I saw on his retirement day, I like shook his hand and, you know, said congrats and stuff. So yeah, that was an awesome experience. Cause you know, when you do the graphic design aspect of it for the scoreboards and the ribbons, like, yeah. you know, 40,000 people are looking at this every day, you know, it's for yeah, as an internship, cool. definitely like super rewarding. Cause you get to work with other graphic designers and engineers and producers and yeah. you see how like the directors are and they're like, Hey, change the camera five, change the camera six. And they yeah. have all like the 50 screens. You, a lot of people don't know like how much work it is to do like not only the, uh, the, uh, you know, SNY broadcast, but even the yeah. internal stadium broadcast and the, yeah, and all the screens they get to switch to, but uh, yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, you grew up Mets and what was it again? Giants. And Giants, and then I switched right. the Yankees the and the Jets. And, and, and yeah, Jets, actually, yeah. when I was the Mets fan, the 86 Mets, I remember Gary Carter. So yeah. I was the catcher. So, you know, he was always my hero. And actually, I turned out, uh, ended up meeting him one one of the trade shows. So that was a that was a pretty oh, cool wow. moment. Yeah, that I've only great. asked for one autograph my whole entire life. And I you know, asked for his autograph. So he was a nice guy. That's awesome. I Yeah, I don't have any autographs, which is so funny. Um, I got my first bobblehead this year when i went to yankee stadium with my wife they had a nestor cortez bobblehead day and yeah, i was like wow yeah. this is my very first bobblehead i was like that's kind of crazy you know i know so many people <laughs> that have a ton of them yeah but, uh, yeah i don't even own anything like with a signature on it either you know it's it's one of those where i've always been very careful about like well i want to make sure you know yep. if i if i invest in something it's i want that for sure. You know, I don't want to buy a yeah. hundred of them for a hundred bucks each. I'd rather have one really solid player. Yeah. And the problem is also they, they sign so much stuff nowadays. So you can yeah. buy it for 300 and it could stay at 300 for, you know, unless it's yeah. a Babe Ruth, you know, right. You know, way down the road, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it's I tough. Really yeah. To that stuff. My, my friend, he, uh, he owns a, um, 
a baseball museum in Tennessee. It's called Grovewood uh, Baseball Museum. Yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. we've been talking in the last month or so and just watching a video of that was pr produced for him and all the different eras from like, you know, Civil War to, to late 1990s. It's just so cool to see all that memorabilia and history. Yeah. You know, now it's, it's, it's so easy to go on YouTube and look it up, but it wasn't always that way. You know, and no, I, yeah. I grew up with the awesome, you know, Dynasty of the Yankees, my mom, big Yankee fan from Jersey kind of instilled that into me in Dallas, Texas and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's like, I remember all that. And then I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, they can't do anything. What's going on? But, um, you know, I, I think baseball's just always been there, kind of a cornerstone in my life. I'm not the biggest basketball or, or football fan, but, you know, baseball is just one of those. I'm lucky to get 162 games a year, plus postseason. It's still fun to yeah. watch if my team doesn't make it. And I get spring training. I mean, I'm kind of spoiled. I probably get the most games than any other sport. So, yeah, it's definitely a long season. Yeah, and exactly. Postseason baseball is always very exciting too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, do you have any any favorites right now in the postseason? You know what? I'm a Yankees guy, and they're out, so I'm kind of switching gears to the the Jets. You know, just because they yeah. haven't been very good in a long yeah. time, so sure. it's kind of nice to you know follow them. Um, I I guess I'm I'm my dad grew up in, in Brooklyn, so he's a big Dodgers fan. But then when they lost. Mm -hmm. You know, I know what to follow. So I'm mean, kind of following the Phillies a little bit, you know, because they've yeah. been pretty exciting. But um, other than that, yeah. I don't really have much skin in the game, you know. Yeah, yeah I hear I just, you. I it's really tough when it. your team's not in it because it's like I have to almost fake it. But since I'm in <laughs> Texas, you know, there's all this local hype for the Rangers and yeah. you know, Astros. They've been around long enough. Everyone's like, we want a different winner. So it's like, all right, I'll, I'll finally support them. I used to be so against them, but then I felt bad when they lost two years in a row. You know, that was yeah. really rough. And the Dodgers do this thing where they win 100 every every season and then they're out in the first round. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. Yeah, they didn't even look good. So I don't yeah. you know. Their hitting was just non-existent. And, and the, the, the Astros. Yeah, blown up. Yeah, they're the they're super team, solid. Though. They're very yeah. solid. And and I, as much as I don't want to compare them, I have to compare them to the Yankees dynasty in the early, you know, late, early 2000s, late 90s, because it's just that's they built a team of core people. They're super consistent. Yeah. They have great pitching. And it's like, yeah, I can hate on them. But at the same time, they're doing exactly what my team used to do. And they're winning. That's yeah. why they made seven straight, you know, ALCS appearances. They're definitely on it every year. I think Can't those Yankees would have beat the the current Astros, though. Those Yankees were pretty good. Yeah, back then, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. no doubt about they're, they're it. Yeah, solid. yeah. Um, so yeah, I had a couple more questions for you. Um, so what's something about like, you know, you mentioned the business is in for twenty five years or so, which is yep. awesome, mm -hmm. and congrats to you guys on that. So, Thanks. you know, what's something that you liked of the older generation, you know, and then what's something you like kind of from the newer generation of baseball? Because there's still analytics have been around, but, you know, there was different approaches. So I was just curious what you may have liked maybe when you were younger and what you like now. Yeah. So um, a while back, I mean, there wasn't much technology and a lot of coaches took a while to adapt to it. So. I remember my, I think my father told me a stat, something about the radar gun took, you know, 20 years to adapt, wow. uh, you know, to, for players to take on and coaches to take on, which is ridiculous. If you think about it, because the right. old way was a stopwatch, you know, mm -hmm. they thought a stopwatch mm -hmm. was more That's accurate so than, you know, a right. radar gun. Um, but now there's so much technology. So now I think everyone has realized that technology is great. I mean, you look at, for example, spin rate, you know, whatever. So you can see the mm -hmm. picture spin rate and you can duplicate it. You can 
Uh, you can see, you see everything, exit velocity. You know, when you're training, you know, at, at a facility, you think you're hitting well, but you look at all the data and say, you know what, you know, my exit velocity is 100, you know, whatever, 90, whatever, and before it was 92. So you can really track everything. And and with all the technology, again, with like the pitching machines, the <laughs> there's just so much out there that it, it's it's easy. It becomes easier to train for the sport. And also the pitchers are getting so much better now and they're getting faster and nastier. Yeah. So you kind of need that technology to keep on hitting well. And the pitch clock, too, is probably something yeah. that you guys have probably already incorporated to where it's like setting people up to the expectation of, OK, after this so much time, they have to throw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the pitch clock, I, I think it makes sense. I mean, those yeah. games are going on for a long time, and you know, people have to work the next day. You know, it's nice watching a ball game, but you know, yeah, you got to work the next day too. You know, or you have to put kids yeah. in bed. So I, I was kind know. of against it at first. I was kind of I was too actually, and and I, I think the thing is, is that I'm, I, I like the clock aspect. I'm fine with yeah. the clock aspect. I just wasn't a fan of the. Uh, you know, the infractions, you know, of like, oh, mm-hmm. it's an automatic ball, automatic strike. I was just like, I'd hate for a game to end on that, you yeah, know, and, yeah, and that, that's always been that. my biggest gripe because, you know, everyone would say like, oh, it's not over till the fat lady sings and maybe that saying needs to be changed. But it's one <laughs> of those where it's like, well, now, no, it's when the pitch clock is up and it's over. You yeah. know, so it's like that whole thing yeah. got ruined for me. And I, I just don't like that. But I've heard that, uh, you know, it's since like maybe spring training or maybe the first month or two of the season, like there hasn't really been that many. So uh, yeah. they've learned it and they've adapted. I think, you know, I was a little, uh, you know, not worried, but, you know, I wanted to keep it kind of in the back of my mind, like, oh man, I think some older pitchers might struggle because they're used yeah. to that time they can set, you know, and, and Nestor Cortez on the Yanks is very, you know, he had all these, funky motions yep, yep. and time things so i was like it might mess him up too and you know he's he was kind of injured all year so it kind of was a bummer to see if he could adapt but you know that that's kind of for me there's fun parts of it and i'm like well let's give it another year or two maybe they'll change things maybe not keep it how it is but you know there's been some um i think some a lot of improvements because like you said yeah i see it i go to a game at seven i i'm out before 10 probably you know 9 yeah. 30 30 minutes of traffic i'm home by 10 10 15 so yeah i, I don't think I think it's great. And they've had a lot of viewership go up. I mean, the interest has been going up. Knowing yeah. you can just catch the game in two and a half hours or less is, is pretty good. Yeah. Cool. There was some talk that it would, it's not great for the pitcher's arms because they just have more time to recover. But I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen anything real negative, you know, to back that up yet. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if any injuries start popping up in the uh, in the <laughs> in the offseason if people were just being keeping them quiet, but maybe not. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. maybe not. Maybe they just needed a month or two to adapt. Yeah, um, but also these these pitchers are throwing a lot right now. They're doing a lot of arm work. They're you know yeah. the, the youth pitchers are throwing a lot, so you never know if it was caused before or what, or just wear and tear. Be hard to track that data. I think. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, so. You know, we're, we're on this topic of kind of like baseball and technology. So, you know, with all like the technological advancements, you know, do you see like robot umpires, you know, becoming a part of the game or, you know, maybe here and there, like with a replay call where maybe you could challenge a pitch location or a striker ball? I I think it should be. I mean, you need an umpire still, you know, because I don't think a robot's right. going to call, you know, for runners out or safe or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But. 
instant replay is good, but they should be able to review everything. Balls and strikes, I mean, but like kind of back to what you said before, you don't want a game to end, a playoff game or a World Series game to end when the umpire blew a ball or strike call and the, and the guy right. got out or walked. Yeah, I mean, right. you want to keep it fair, you know? Yeah. So I think you should be able to overturn those and challenge them. Um, and now then there's sports technology. I mean, you know if the ball or strike. I mean, the umpire, I they should be able to overturn it. You know, that's what I think. Yeah. And like with yeah. um, check swings, you know, it's one that's like a it's always one they that were referred to the third base umpire or something like that. But uh, I think it was what like two or three years ago, Giants had just an incredible season, and then their their whole postseason ended on a check swing. Uh, you know, yeah. it's like oh, that's a terrible way to end it. It's terrible, yeah. And then like Bryce Harper, what a couple of weeks ago when he had a check swing, and then you yeah. know, I mean, these guys, I mean, in the playoff race, they they invest so much time and effort and. You know, in a game to end like that, or just get called out, and then his, you know, he flared his emotions and he got tossed. And then <laughs> I don't know, I think it should be fair. I mean, Brace is kind of, you know, he can show his emotions pretty well, but he's he's a solid ball player. And you know, oh, 100%. I, I think it's crazy that I'm listening to these postseason games, and it's like every game there's something that happens, and I hear one of the commentators say, like, oh, and that's not a reviewable play. And I'm like, yeah. why not? Like, why? It should be, yeah. Everything. Yeah. NFL was, you know, like, like I said, I'm not the biggest watcher of it, but they were so ahead of everything when it comes to review systems. And it took baseball, like, into the 2010s, I think, to finally start adapting yeah. it. Uh, like, maybe after Jeter retired or something like that, things finally started. Like, home run replay was, like, 2009, yeah. maybe around there, but then they finally started integrating it where, okay, you get one challenge here and there, you know, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, they're doing better about it, but football definitely kind of is, is way better about knowing what yeah. to look for. You literally have cameras every which angle and they're, you know, <laughs> yeah. the most yeah. expensive camera you could find, yeah. use them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, final question for you. Uh, thank you again, Adam, for, for coming on my podcast. And yeah. Things like Thanks that. For having me. Um, yeah, thank you. So, you know, I, I was doing some research again and, you know, I, I noticed you, you partnered with, and I may say this, I think it's just acronyms, but is it ECMMS? Is there a, is yes. there a, is there a longer word for that or? Uh, well, it's actually a division of Foxconn, who's the largest contract manufacturer in the world. So they're the company that does all the iPhones and iPads. Um, so we struck a deal with them earlier this year. So basically they manufacture all of our machines. So in the past, what we did, we would take an order, order all, all the parts, assemble them at our at our office, or have you know a different uh, manufacturer do it, and then we would test them, box them up, and ship them. It was a lot of work, you know. It was just mm-hmm. it's just a lot of work. And then we said, you know what? Let's just start outsourcing more and more. So now they're doing the manufacturing, and we can just really concentrate on sales and growing the business and trying to get you know the machines out and sold. So. It just it's so much easier. I mean, before it was, you know, you're ordering all the parts, there's all these different parts for it. You have to then put it together, you have to do the testing, to pack it up. Mm-hmm. You're working late hours, you know, you're you're waiting for trucks, you're it, it was just it was a lot. So this makes our life a lot easier. And the guys are good. I mean, they're doing a really good job. Their their quality control is really good. They're they're doing a good job. So it really helps us out a lot, which is which is nice. That's great. So yeah, like on that, are you excited about you know, your machines kind of being used like internationally as well. Yeah. The international is pretty cool. Um, I've kind of back up the cricket um, a little bit, yeah. but yeah. Uh, about 10, 12, 15 years ago, something like that. Um, the cricket teams international, the national teams came to the U S to see how the major league teams train. 
So the Australian coach or the ECB coach, which is the UK national team, came and saw our machine at, at one of the spring training facilities. And he said, wow, man, this thing's pretty cool. Can you do it for cricket? Mm-hmm. We said, I'm sure we can, but we don't know anything about cricket, you know? So we had to sit I'm, down. I'm learning with, um, it myself. I'm learning exactly, it Exactly, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they basically, you know, sat down with them. We threw the different deliveries, not pitches, deliveries with all the different spin. You know, yeah. there's bowlers coming running in, you know. And right. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really One, cool. Yeah. And it bounces, you know what I mean? Like, it's totally yeah. different. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's it's awesome. cool stuff. So basically, we came up with that. The ECB bought a machine, and then one of the coaches from the ECB went to Cricket Australia, which is the cricket, the uh, national team in Australia. They bought a machine, and they bought a second machine, and then, you know, the ICC, which is the International Cricket you know, Committee in Dubai, yeah. bought a machine, and wow. all these different national teams. So it, it's, it's really cool. You know, we never thought it was going to, you know, start when we developed the company, but it's definitely a cool, um, a cool addition. Yeah, I imagine. And and plus, I think I it was just announced this week that uh, 2028 uh, cricket's now it's going to be part of the Olympic Games, I think, is what they say. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's a Yeah, it's super exciting. I have some friends, uh, you know, that that are really big into cricket and, and they're yeah. very happy to see kind of where that's going and the, and the, the rise of popularity. Uh, there's actually this. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Sixes Social Cricket. Have you heard of it? I don't know if I have it. It doesn't sound familiar. So I think it's mostly in the UK, but they just built one in Frisco, Texas. So it's about 40 minutes from me. And, you know, my coworkers and I, we we went out there for an evening and, you know, they have these like cricket batting cages that are kind of like what you're describing where, you know, there's a points, you know, uh, kind of plastered in areas you need to hit the ball to, to get that point. Yeah. And, you know, um, and you know, that the, the, the the bowlers like running towards you on the screen and then they throw it at you, but it's, you know, and you could change like your expert experience level, you know, novice yep. expert, things like that. And and it'll be faster. And so some of my coworkers are really big into cricket, you know, like they're just doing the, the, the most, the fastest thing. And I'm like, dang, I'm over here. Yeah. Doing like not because it's a totally different swing approach that I would yeah. totally be used to, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, you could, you could check it out online. It's, it's definitely, um, it's something too I've seen like uh, at MLC Major League Cricket. You know, Major League Cricket had, um, you know, their uh, inaugural game out uh, in Grand Prairie, Texas, earlier this year. They yep. had a mm-hmm. season, so yeah, it's it's really cool to see, you know, a company like yours, you know, catering to you know not just like one sport. You know, softball is totally yeah. different. You know, baseball is yep. totally different, and cricket's totally different. So, you know, Adam, I just want to say thank you for you know, talking with me kind of like the last month or so and trying to schedule this interview and, you know, yeah. sharing uh, about your business. Cause you know, these types of things are, are things people think about, but they don't always know like the history and like why yeah. and, and the technological yeah. advancements and, and the relationships with it. So yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you again for, for coming on. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for having me. And if anyone uh, wants more information, they can go to probatter.com okay. uh, or call the office at 203-874- 2500 um Perfect. and we can send some information help you out we got videos pictures all that good stuff so whatever you guys need awesome thank you so much yeah i'll be sure to you know promote the stuff on on my socials and and you know see what kind of uh, traffic i can help drive but yeah thank you That'd again Adam. We'll i hope you have a, a great uh evening all right well you do the same and thanks for having me uh, you bet take care all right you too bye